7 of the Joel New World, the Walt Disney World podcast. Today is July 19th, 2022, and boy is it hot. Um, it's been really, really hot here, really humid, and you've been just hearing a lot of reports about basically summer is here, and that is certainly the case here in Orlando at Walt Disney World. You can expect record high heat indexes this week, so um, it's going to be very hot. I'm going to try to brave them out later this week as we are going to be making another trip to the parks, which I'll discuss here in just a second. But I hope everybody's doing really well out there. Today is July 19th, 2022. Like I said, this is episode 7 of a Joel New World podcast. And we recently stayed at the Coronado Springs Resort for the first time. And what better way to stay there than booking a club-level room? So if you're not familiar with club-level, there's only certain resorts that do it. And the only moderate resort, which Coronado Springs is... That's the only one that does club level at the moderate level. Other ones can include Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, I think Grand Floridian is one of them as well. So rooms along that level, some more of the deluxe resorts offer the club level. And what it usually is, they have a special club or a basically like a lounge area. They'll have certain snacks throughout the day. They'll have different menus depending on what time of day it is. They'll do like a continental breakfast in the morning. And throughout the day, they'll change it up, mix it out. And they'll have some like grab-and-go snacks, like maybe bags of chips, an apple, some fruit, some suckers for the kids, some candy, mints, things like that, and different beverages as well, which is really where you get the most bang for your buck here, I would say. You can get mimosas or whatever that resort is offering, like for breakfast time. And yeah, that's basically what it is. You have usually a good view of the parks or maybe the fireworks experience. And at Coronado Springs, it's at the Grand Destino Tower. So you get a room at the Grand Destino Tower. It's that newer building in the front that welcomes you to Coronado Springs. And it's a really fancy looking tower. Um, for this resort and I was pleasantly surprised with just how nice it was. Coronado Springs is kind of like a collaboration between Walt Disney and Salvador Dali, um, the artist that um, the two collaborated on back in the day and you can kind of see some really cool like trendy style throughout the whole building of the Grand Destino Tower and it was really great. Like, there's hidden Mickey's galore everywhere, which I was really into. Like, the artwork, the carpet, little lamps on, like, the little work areas for, like, convention spaces and stuff. Uh, or, like, charging stations. You can find Mickey heads anywhere. And I really love those little details that Disney has been putting into their resorts and parks over the years. And Coronado Springs was... It just blew us away. And I asked my wife. I know it's, like, a recency factor, but... I was like, how would you rank it? Is this your top resort that you've stayed at so far at Disney World? And she said, yeah, I think so. Especially the room and the surprise that we got with the room. So when we went to check in, instead of checking in at the front desk, which we got there around like 9 a.m. in the morning, um, but we had kind of heard that you go to the lounge on the 15th floor as opposed to going to the one in the lobby. Uh, so you do have your own front desk service, your own club attendance, and, and people like that to help you out with your experience. 
When we got there, we checked into the lounge. Actually, a nice gentleman uh, that worked there, we asked him and said, we're staying club level. Do we need to check in here or do we need to go up to the Kronos uh, Club, which is what it was called on the 15th floor? That's their lounge. And he was really nice. I don't know if he's actually going up, but he's like, I'm actually going up right now. You want to follow me along? And it was just a nice experience. And I'm sure he was trained to do that. But um, he took us up there, let us in there and kind of introduced us to our front desk attendants, uh, our special club level attendants. And they were super friendly, very welcoming. As soon as we went in there, they were welcoming us. We brought in our big double stroller and they were really great with the kids. They busted out some like Woody and Jesse toys is immediately and directed us to the right spot for the toy chest and toy box area, which is in the back right corner by the bathrooms um, and by the buffet actually. So super nice. I know they've gotten some bad reviews on not being welcoming to children and, and things like that, but I think maybe they're either trying to make up for that or, um, you know, maybe it was just a couple of bad experiences, but we had nothing but positives with children, and uh, and they made it a pleasant experience. So um, for sure, they they definitely went out of their way to make our our kids happy and uh, feel welcomed. But when we checked in, they kind of like do their thing in the background. They get like your name and your magic bands, and then they say, "Oh, they're just kind of while they talk to you, they're kind of like going over this letter, this welcome letter, and the schedule of the offerings throughout the day um, in the club, Colonel's Club." And while they're looking it up, they're probably seeing if our room's available, if it's not, uh, which we did arrive at 9 a.m. and check-in's not until, you know, usually 3 or 4 p.m. But for the first time at Walt Disney World, we actually got um, a free upgrade to a a room, which was a a fantastic suite. So he's like, uh, we can offer you a suite which has theme park views, an amazing view. And it has a master bedroom suite with a bathroom. And then there's also a powder room with a like living area and a dry bar area with a pull-out sofa, which was very enormous. Um, and we we're like, yeah, we'll absolutely jump on that. They offered it. I don't know who would uh, turn that down, but we were like, yeah, we'll take that. And as soon as we said it, they were like, yeah, yeah, don't pass that up. So, um we thought that was kind of funny and it was a really nice experience since our room wasn't ready that we had booked that they upgraded us for free at no additional charge to the suite, which was incredible. Um, so they asked us if we wanted the seventh floor or the 10th floor. And my thinking was since the Kronos club, the club level was on the 15th floor, why not go for the 10th floor, which is just a few floors away. Um, so the closer, the better, in my opinion. And I didn't think about it, but it actually probably does offer better views of everything, too, since you're a little bit higher up. And, yeah, that was a great welcoming. We felt extremely welcomed. And we definitely felt that Disney magic um, for the first time in a long time, honestly, since the pandemic had hit. And it kind of like transported us back in time to when everything was really great. All the people were very friendly and just really went out of their way to make everybody's um, trip that more memorable and more magical. And we definitely felt it. So arrived at 9am and it was a pleasant surprise because our room was ready since they upgraded us to the suite. And like I said, it was a nice master bedroom, uh, had a nice living area with a pull out sofa 
And it was just an enormous room with amazing views of everything. So um, it was a really, really nice room. Bathrooms are super fancy. They had some nice tile work. And on my YouTube channel, I'm going to post a uh, video of the room tour. It was just a quick five, six minute video of the room tour. And you can see exactly what the room looked like. It was extremely nice. Uh, so just go to my channel, Joel New World, and you can find that video there very soon. But the room, the view was like the most amazing. I couldn't stop looking out the windows. There were basically floor to ceiling windows everywhere, even in the master suite. So starting in the master suite, there was a really good view of Spaceship Earth, so the Epcot ball. And you could even see um, parts of Magic Kingdom off in the distance. It was a little bit further away, but you could see that. Spaceship Earth, you can see the swan and dolphin over there um, where I usually stay. And it was pretty far away, but not too, too far away. And if you keep panning over, you can see Hollywood Studios. You can see the Tower of Terror. That was one of the main features, and it was really cool to see that lit up at night. It looked like a vacant sign. And then if you kind of keep going over, you can see like the little spires for Galaxy's Edge. And yeah, you can just, you can basically see everything. You can kind of see the skyliners coming in and out and which direction from like a, a bird's eye view, basically kind of see the overview of the whole park. It was really an amazing view. And um, yeah, I can't say much more positive things about that. I didn't really imagine that we'd be watching fireworks from our room, but you know, why not? It was right there. We had a fantastic view of Harmonious from our our suite. And yeah, we basically watched the whole Harmonious show right there. Really great view of the fireworks. And it was really cool where we were because you could really just see the whole city of Orlando and the whole entertainment area come to life at night, like right around that 9 p.m., 9.30 um, time frame. You could actually see, I figured it was Universal Studios. You could see their fireworks going off. You could see Magic Kingdoms. You could see Epcot's. Hollywood Studios had some like fireworks going off, but they don't have like an official uh, fireworks show. Um, what we imagined, we saw a couple other shows going on too that we really didn't know since we're like really, really new to the area and still trying to figure out where all the theme parks are and where everything is located geographically. But we figured one of them had to have been like SeaWorld um, and one of these other um, smaller theme, um, owned theme parks as well. They had fireworks going off too. And there were like five, four or five different fireworks shows going off around the same time. And we had a bird's eye view of everything. So it was just an amazing view and an amazing experience too. Um, definitely, definitely highly recommend a theme park view at the Grand Destino Tower. So Coronado Springs does offer some other buildings, which we toured as well. They have, um, they call them like casitas, cabanas, and ranchos, I believe it is. But it was sort of uh, reminded me of like Caribbean Beach or like Port Orleans and how those buildings are set up. So your traditional like Disney World Resort there. Um, yeah, it's basically like that. It is far away. Some of them could be fairly far away from the action, which is where the Grand Destino Tower is. So just keep that in mind. But um, it looks like a really, really beautiful resort. And I definitely want to consider staying there in the future. If you don't mind not having like Skyliner transportation or a boat service 
or a monorail. Coronado Springs is right in the middle of everything, and it's just a short drive to any park, um, 10 minutes or less drive to any park of your choice of the four theme parks. So keep that one in mind. And you can take the bus transportation service. They will take you to any of those theme parks as well, which we did not try. We just wanted to have a resort day. We just did a one-night stay. And um, we really wanted to hit the pool. So uh, the pool opened at like 10 or 11 a.m. And we were kind of debating it if our room was going to be ready or not because we'd have to change the kids and change ourselves. And um, so it was a pleasant surprise that we had our own room we could go back to and change when we were wet from the pool. It really had a great pool. We, we hit that pool first thing in the morning. It has a big pyramid with a Jaguar slide, which is over a hundred feet long. And it has this big Jaguar on the top, um, middle of the open slide. And it's kind of like spitting water on you as you go down. But that was a really great slide, a great experience. They had a little kiddie pool area off to the side. And it was basically just like, um, had five or six jets shooting up in the middle. And just like a really shallow pool for them to play in, but our kids loved it. Um, and the pool was very nicely set up. The bar looked very nice as well. It was called Siestas. It had some really good looking um, small plates on there that I didn't try, but I really wanted to try like the firecracker shrimp. Um, so maybe next time I'll do that. But we did get a couple of little cocktails and it was just a great experience. They have a fantastic playground for the kids. Uh, I think it's like a Mayan themed playground they have a volleyball court there as well and it was just a big open area for the playground let my daughter run around there for almost like half an hour and she really loved it had a really great time i highly can't say enough or i highly recommend coronado springs resort can't say enough good things about it from our one experience here and this was our first experience they have the three ridges three bridges bar um, right in the middle there's three bridges getting to the restaurant on the water so it's kind of the whole resort's based around a water lake um, very big and yeah that the menu looked incredible as well I'll include that in my YouTube videos as well I did record a video um, but they do offer mobile ordering as well which we tried but it doesn't offer the full menu so I think we'll definitely have to go back in the future and try it out I know you can take like a sangria class where you're like making your own sangria around like one o'clock in the afternoon. That looks like a lot of fun too. So um, it does have like a, a nice dining option there for you. They also have a food court area, uh, cafeteria style where you can go pick up cheeseburgers, chicken sandwiches, flatbread pizzas, things like that, which we did try out. They do have like a grab and go mac and cheese option too. So if your kids are like mine and all they really like to eat is mac and cheese or something like that, or some like fruit, um, they have it there as a quick option to go. And like I said, if you're staying there, Grand Destino Tower is usually where you want to stay because that's where all the action is. It is a little bit more expensive, but um, the whole resort really looked awesome. They have like shuffleboard courts. They have um, giant chess checkers. And they had, for the first time I've seen, for me personally, was like a pool table setup with different colored soccer balls. So you can play pool, like pool soccer almost, or billiards soccer. Um, try to get those different colored stripes and solids into the corner pockets or into the pockets of the billiard table, if you will. Um, which is basically just on the AstroTurf grass. But 
Really great resort, great experience. Can't recommend it enough. And if you do have some, you know, you want to splurge a little bit, maybe do at least one night at the club level, it's basically from 5 until 10 p.m. You can just go in there in the cooler and grab some beers. Um, they had like Lagunitas IPA. They had Sam Adams Summer Ale. They have like, I think they had Coors Light or something like that too, but um, they have wines as well that you can pour yourself. They have an awesome latte machine or coffee machine. You just press a button, put a cup under it, and it spits it out. And it's very tasty too for how quick it is. Um, the breakfast was pretty good. The I, th I would say the breakfast was probably the highlight, the continental breakfast. Uh, and it does change from day to day since we went there two days in a row. And it was different both days. The lunch, if you're going there to eat meals, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you're going there to enjoy some beverages for free or basically that you've already paid for, um, I highly recommend it. And it's probably the most affordable that you can get for that experience. Um, so not too pricey uh, of an option there to do it at Coronado Springs versus Animal Kingdom Lodge or like one of those other deluxe resorts. Anyways, I've been rambling on enough about uh, Coronado Springs Resort club level stay, but it was a really great, just a fun one night staycation to try something new um, and have a resort day, which we, we loved it. All right, moving on. I did mention we have another trip coming up in about two days. So this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, we'll actually be coming back on Sunday, but it's just a short three-day trip at the Dolphin. So um, we have some points over at the Dolphin. We're going to utilize those points and gain some more points in the future. Uh, you really can start piling them up if you stay a couple of weeks. And uh, the grandparents will be visiting, so we thought, uh, what better way to spend it with them, um, seeing the grandkids and grandparents, and uh, what better way than staying on property at the boardwalk area. And like I said before, you can't beat the convenience factor of the Swan or Dolphin. And it's a much cheaper option versus, you know, Yacht Club or Beach Club. One of those other resorts on the boardwalk as well. And you're basically right there too. Um, so we plan on visiting the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot for the first time. We're very excited for that. We've seen some videos online and read some articles about um, some dishes we want to try. Um think we want to hit the fry basket we definitely want to do that one try out some really good beer flights uh, maybe some wine flights as well and just really enjoy ourselves and have a great time I think we're planning on eating at La Cellier we haven't done that one in Canada for a while so we're um, probably going to take out our the grandparents to a, a nice meal in Canada and and yeah we're gonna have a great time we might even, we've been kind of talking about uh, making a trip to Oga's Cantina. We've only been one time in Disneyland, and it wasn't the best experience because we had our um, almost four-year-old daughter then. She was, um, I think she was around one-year-old at the time, so she was in like the, the little baby Bjorn thing. We had to hold her the whole time, and there wasn't much seating options there, and we couldn't bring our stroller in. So um, we're going to try to see if we can get some babysitters and the grandparents this time and see if me and my wife can go and have a couple of drinks at Oga's Cantina and see if it, it makes it more enjoyable um, without having to hold, you know, small children while you're trying to enjoy these beverages as well. So um, that's our plans and we're really looking forward to it and I'll have to keep you updated like I just did with 
uh, Coronado Springs and the Dolphin trip in the past on the 4th. Uh, but now we're going to get on to a quicker e-ticket attraction for today. We're going to be ranking, in my personal views, what are the top 10 best snacks in Walt Disney World Resort. This can include Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, or even Disney Springs. So I really wanted to throw in Disney Springs for one of my favorite places to go. And that is going to be our e-ticket attraction of the day. So stay tuned and we will get right to that attraction. Let's get to the news before we get to our e-ticket attraction today. Today is July 19, 2022. And like I said, the Food and Wine Festival has arrived at Epcot. Very excited to visit Epcot later this week to partake in all the offerings of the festival. They offer some of the best beer and wine tastings, some exclusive merchandise, I saw some like Remy and Figment themed items as well. And they're offering a lot of like Corksicle exclusive merchandise too. I know a lot of it's presented by Corksicle as well. And you're seeing more and more of those Corksicle items appearing at the theme parks. There's a new, and this was very exciting to me. I like my coffee mugs, my Disney coffee mugs. Uh, but there's a new Country Bear Jamboree coffee mug in Walt Disney World. And it was reported at Trendy at... Uh, Disney Springs. This mug features Big Al, and it looks extremely detailed and very fantastic. Uh, it looks almost like one of those like pewter statues that you can buy, the very fancy ones, with a removable straw hat lid. So it's a very big, very detailed sculpture of Big Al. And it retails for $49.99 and has apparently sold out at Disney Springs. But I expect more to be coming very soon. For that price point, you might not want to be buying a coffee mug, but like I said, it's extremely detailed and almost like a statue um, that you would want to display too. So, um, so I, I think I'm going to purchase it if I do see it. It looks really incredible, and I'm a big fan of the Country Bear Jamboree, which I hope to do that this time as well. That would be a fun one for the little ones. We haven't done that with our kids before uh, or with our grandparents, so, um, so we'll see on our next trip. Back in January 2022, Disney announced a new store called Jesse's Trading Post would be coming to Toy Story Land, replacing the Toy Story Mania gift shop. That's why there's no gift shop there right now at Toy Story Mania. In the temporary exit to Toy Story Mania, there is a brand new mural advertising Jesse's Trading Post. And this is very, very recent. So I think this signals that it will be opening over the next couple of months. My guess is by the time October rolls around, I think this store is going to be open. I also feel like the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant, the new restaurant at Toy Story Land, will be opening over the next few months as well. You can kind of see, like, it almost looks like some of those Epcot buildings over the fence um, in Toy Story Land at the entrance. You can kind of see it's like a silvery um, facade of a building. No details, no, um, you know, special features yet, which I'm sure they're going to add at the very last minute. Um, to kind of keep it hidden from, from everybody while the construction takes place. But I think that should be opening very soon as well. It was scheduled to open this year later on. And if you're not sure where it is or where I'm talking about, it could be found right behind um, the giant Woody figure welcoming you to Toy Story Land. So it's the one, he's kind of like leaning his elbow on the, the Toy Story Land sign. And he interacts with the guest as well, talking to you. Um, it's going to be right between that 
and Slinky Dog Dash. So that roller coaster right there is going to be off to the right when you're coming in. So very excited for that. I'm sure reservations will be very exclusive and hard to get in the beginning. Um, but I'm very excited. I always love when a new restaurant option, especially a themed one, opens up in Walt Disney World. And you can't have enough places to eat um, in air conditioning. And I feel like Hollywood Studios could benefit from a more of a kids-themed restaurant, too. Um, okay, moving on. And Disney World's new car locator feature has arrived at the parks. So through the My Disney Experience app, guests can access the new car locator app sponsored by State Farm. It sounds like you basically just drop a pinpoint in the app once you park your vehicle, and then you can use GPS to navigate back to your vehicle through the Disney Experience app. Uh, I also read that you can just um, allow them to track you, which I don't know if you are into that or not, but um, it's supposed to do it as you park if you do allow them to tra track you as well. So um, I haven't used it yet, but I think I could use it. I don't know if I actually need it. I'm pretty good about knowing, especially if I go to like Animal Kingdom and park. I'm usually in like Dinosaur 35 through 40 or something like that. So I basically know where to find my car. And my number one tip is, if you're not familiar with it, is take a picture of it. They're usually on the ground or there's like a sign at the end of the row. Just take a picture of it on your phone and you'll always have it there in your phone, uh, in your photos for when you need to find it again. So say you're in Dinosaur 36, take a picture of it and at least you know which row you're on. And you probably remember if you're in the back, in the front or the middle and so forth. So just a little word of words of wisdom, take a picture of where you park so you don't forget. Um, I would say even with this app until you get familiar with it, you might even forget to use this app too. So, um, but there is an option now to track where you parked your car. And um, I don't know if you can do it through like maps or something, but if you can drop like a pinpoint of where you are or where you want to remember a location, um, you might be able to do that as well. I want to look into that a little bit more, but, um, but my words of wisdom, always take a picture of where you parked. Um, so you know exactly where to go at the end of the day. All right. That's it for the news. Not, um, too news heavy today we're going to get on into our e-ticket attraction the top 10 snacks at walt disney world resort and then we will um figure out what our number one snack is in all of walt disney world and it might be a surprise to some of you today's e-ticket attraction is what are the top 10 snacks in all of walt disney world resort this could include any of the resorts like pop century Disney Springs, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, or Animal Kingdom. So everything's fair game at this point. We're going to do a countdown style starting at number 10, working our way down to number one. I feel like that's the best way to present these in, or this type of information. And keep in mind, this is my uh, personal preferences. And I feel like I tried to uh, include some more exclusive items. Some of them might just be around for the 50th celebration, which is around for like maybe the next year or so. So, um, you know, keep that in mind. If you have a future trip planned, you may not find some of these treats later on down the road. Menus are always changing as well. Um, so yeah, keep that in mind. And one of my favorite snacks isn't on this list just because I feel like when you come to these theme parks, you have to get a couple of these treats. They're, they're basically known 
to Disney World or Walt Disney um, Resort or even Disneyland in California. But I feel like you always have to have some popcorn. It's just better at Disney World. They know how to make it, and it tastes incredible. It's super salty, but it's super good as well. And another one, churro. Churro is not going to make my list. Churro or popcorn are not going to make the top 10 today. So don't be anticipating that. I feel like you should just always have it. I feel like it's a given when you get there. You have to have some popcorn during your trip, at least once or twice during your trip. And they usually have some really cool buckets as well that you can collect. Um, or even those circular ones that you can find with the lids on top. Those are very useful as well to like store fruit or I heard someone say they store their chili or soup. or um, They're very sturdy and very um, reliable vessels for holding food or any other items that you may want to as well they may hold like crayons or things like that for you too um, but very versatile and they have a really cool design on them as well so highly recommend picking those up and if you don't know about the popcorn before we get started today um, you can buy it and it's um, I think it's like 12 to 15 dollars depending on the bucket you get and you can bring back that bucket throughout the um, duration of your stay and it's only like 2 or $3 for a refill too. So it can also end up saving you some money if you do love your popcorn and you have to have it a couple of times a day. Um, you can bring it back for just 2 or $3 for a refill. So um, there's a good option for you and a good tip. All right, let's get this thing started. Let's start at number 10. And we're going to go to Epcot in the World Showcase. And I debated on these numbers and this was really hard to rank them and this is basically just what what i was feeling today so this list could change you know two days from now when i'm there or it can change a month month down the road right or maybe something new will come out and it'll change completely but i feel confident about this list i also wanted to include items that i've personally tried as well so if i haven't tried um like the cheshire cattail which i really want to um, then I didn't include it in my list. So that's why the Cheshire Cattail is not in this list as well. These are all personal items that I can speak to and that I've tried personally. So number 10, we're going to Norway. We're going to the Kringlob Bakery and we're going to have some school bread. So number 10, school bread makes the list. It's almost like a bagel slash donut, um, like a, not a very sweet donut, but a sweeter bagel, if you will. It's kind of like a, a hybrid between the two. It has um, like coconut on top and it has a really sweet cream in the middle. And that cream makes this this um, school bread. So think of it sort of like a donut, if you will, with a really great sweet cream in the middle. This bakery also used to have a troll horn. And I would debate which one is better, the troll horn or the school bread. But they recently did away with the troll horn and we were very disappointed and sad, but um, this school bread is a really great option, which is why I ranked it number 10 on our list of top 10 snacks at Walt Disney World. You got to try it at least once in your life and see if you like it or not, right? This, um, it's all about trying different things. People have different palates, different tastes, and what I may enjoy, you may not enjoy or vice versa. So, you know, always try it have an open mind to it. If you don't like it, you don't have to get it again. But if you do love it, you can keep uh, keep on getting it time after time and kind of make it a tradition, right? I love this list because this is 
it's kind of like a tradition. I have to get these certain things when I'm at Magic Kingdom or Epcot or, um, you know, Disney Springs or wherever I'm at. I have to go here. I make it a part of my trip. And I'm sure a lot of you do the same as well, along with dining. So uh, I thought this was a great topic for today. So number 10 was the school bread in Norway. Number nine, we're going to Magic Kingdom and we're going to the spring roll cart. So right in front of um, uh, Sleepy Hollow, where you can get like the Nutella waffles and things like that, there is a cart um, right before that bridge. And it is a spring roll cart. And I'm putting the cheeseburger spring roll on this list. And I honestly didn't really know about it because I don't think they sell them all day. I could be completely wrong on this, but um, there's this little cart right there. And if you don't look for it, you're going to miss it. Um, so you do have to be going that way and you have to be there at the right time because I don't think they sell them all day long. Um, and the one time when we tried it, they ran out really quick. They were really good about making an announcement saying, if you want a cheeseburger spring roll, it's going to be a couple of minutes. They're going to this kitchen with this cart to come back and they should be back within five minutes, but it didn't end up taking that long. Um, so they're very popular. They're very in demand. And this cart is the only place to get them. It's super hot and the portions are fairly large. I think they run about like eight to $10 and you get a couple of rolls as well. They also offer like a, I think it was like almost like a Reuben or pastrami as well. And you can mix and match if you'd rather and don't want to just go cheeseburger. But I feel like the cheeseburger spring roll is the best one there, which is why I included it comes with a dipping sauce. I'm pretty sure it's a tomato-based dipping sauce with some pickles in there too. And it really does taste like a cheeseburger and a spring roll. Uh, it's always hot, always fresh, and always delicious as well. Um, I'm kind of put off by some of these hot items, especially this time of year when it's super hot outside. But I can manage to eat this one and not feel too bad. It's not overwhelmingly hot. And it doesn't. it's not like you're eating a hot bowl of soup right? Which is why I can never put myself through eating a bowl of soup around World Showcase in the summer. It's just not going to happen. I'm way too hot and I need something colder or more refreshing. But when I'm at Magic Kingdom, I usually try to get these spring rolls. These are very delicious. Even though they're hot, um, I could find a shady place to sit down and eat them as well. So number nine on our list is the cheeseburger spring roll. Number eight, a lot of you may not have heard of this, especially if you have not been to this location, or maybe you get something else at this location because there are a lot of offerings there. But one of my personal favorites happens to be in the World Showcase at Epcot again, and it's in that Werther's Caramel Shop. So forgive my pronunciation on this one, but um, it's in that Werther's Bakery. And I'm pretty sure it's like Caramel Kook or something like that. Um, it's, it's spelled K-U-C-H-E and it has like a little symbol over one of the letters, right, for the German pronunciation. But it's in that Werther's Bakery right there on the, the main drag. And it's the Caramel Butter Bar. So the Werther's Original Caramel Butter Bar. And I don't know how they make this one so good. It's very rich. It's not extremely huge, but you feel satisfied after you eat this little butter bar because it is so rich. It is a little bit salty too. There's a right mix of salt and um, sweet in this dish and it just melts in your mouth. It is extremely delicious, extremely rich, 
And if you want just the right amount of caramel and not like a whole bag of popcorn of caramel and you kind of have a little sweet tooth, I highly recommend this one, the Caramel Butter Bar. At that Werther's Bakery, Caramel Kook, I guess is, I don't know how to pronounce it correctly, but uh, if you do know, let me know. Anyways, Caramel Butter Bar, we've gotten it a few times. You can also mobile order there too. So you can just hit mobile order, and when it's ready, you can jump in there very quickly and grab your butter bar and enjoy it on the go. I love it because it is very portable, and it's an easy snack to take with you as you're walking through the World Showcase. Um, so it, it's very crumbly, very melty in your mouth, and very buttery and caramelly goodness. Um, can't say much more about it. You need to try it at least once. See if you love it. If you love that where there's caramel and you love kind of like a almost like a shortbread type cookie, um, very buttery cookie in that, then I highly recommend this. Very good. It's a recent find and I love it. So number eight on our list, the Caramel Butter Bar at the Werther's Bakery in Germany. Number seven. And like I said, it's very difficult to rank these items. And depending on what day it is, these could change. But right now, my number seven is in Hollywood Studios. And you can find this over in the Backlot Express over there by the Indiana Jones um, Spectacular, that show. So number seven is the Wookiee Cookie. And it's basically what you think it is. It's a giant Wookiee um, cookie. And it's almost, if I had to describe it to someone, it's basically like an oatmeal cream pie on steroids, basically. And it's better than an oatmeal cream pie, in my opinion. It's got like this little light chocolate strip of like his, of Chewbacca's, um, little sash that he wears with his like ammo in it and things like that. Um, so it does look like a cookie or a Wookiee that is in the shape of a cookie and it's a sandwich cookie in that. So it's an oatmeal cream pie cookie, but on steroids and much better in my opinion. Um, so if you like those oatmeal cream pies, give this one a shot. Even if you don't, I highly recommend you giving it a shot. It's a good one to share along with one of these other items on my list, which I'm not going to get to yet, but it is higher on my list. But I highly recommend the Wookie Cookie over at Backlot Express in Hollywood Studios. Also highly recommend them for, um, you know, just a quick place to stop and get in the shade and... If it is raining, I highly recommend going there too. There's a lot of seating underneath um, covering and you can kind of hang out until the storms pass. But number seven on our list, the Wookiee Cookie. Give it a shot. All right, number six. We're going to stay in Hollywood Studios, but we're going to move over past Muppet Land and over to a place that used to be the writer's stop in Hollywood Studios. And that is... It is the Tap House. So the Baseline Tap House over in sort of, if I had to describe it, it's kind of in between, um, I would say, the Muppet Land and kind of on your way over to like sci-fi dine-in um, area. So it's over there. Uh, anyways, this pretzel is really good. It's really big and it's really delicious as well. Not only the pretzel, but the sauces that it comes with. Um, there's a cheese sauce and a mustard sauce, and those are fantastic. And those are really what makes this, in my opinion, the best pretzel on property. Um, 
which could be a hot take for some of you, but um, there's one at Jack Lindsay's Hangar Bar over in Disney Springs that's really great. There's um, there's one recently over in um, Avatar or in Pandora. That one is fantastic as well. That's like a close second for me. But this one takes the cake. This one is the pretzel at the Baseline Tap House. It's enormous. It's delicious. And the cheese sauce, in my opinion, makes it. Uh, also, highly recommend the charcuterie board. It's a $10 charcuterie board. And you get quite a bit of cheese and some meat and, uh, you know, some of those fixins as well. So uh, for $10, it doesn't get much better than that and a beer flight uh, or whatever you want um, to indulge in. So highly recommend the Baseline Tap House. One of my favorite spots to stop in all the parks, especially in Hollywood Studios. You can do some people watching outside or you can stay inside in the air conditioning if you get lucky and find a spot. But they're always fantastic. They're always quick and always really nice and very knowledgeable as well. And some of those beer selections are really great. Um, but this pretzel and that cheese sauce makes this, in my opinion, the best pretzel on property. And I highly recommend you stop in and get one of these pretzels. You won't regret it. If you love pretzels, give this one a shot as well. Okay, we're going to move on over to Animal Kingdom. And we're going to go to a place I recently just talked about. Um, and that is Pandora. So, those cheeseburger pods over at Satuli Canteen are delicious. Um, people rave about this place. And for a good reason. These cheeseburger pods are great. They're in those like steamed buns. And can't say much or too many good things about them. Because they are just so good. And a great snack right there in Animal Kingdom. Um, I highly recommend this place. There is a lot of seating indoors as well as outdoors. They have some really good um, beer selections that are exclusive only to that area. You can only get some of those Pandora beers right there. Or some of those other beverages as well with like those boba balls on top. Um, give this one a shot. Those cheeseburger pods are really great. And those bowls over there too are really good. Um, so some of those bowls that you can get and those options are really fantastic. So I highly recommend Satuli Canteen and those cheeseburger pods, which is why I rank them so high. It's almost like a meal instead of a snack, but um, given the size of them, I kind of rank them as a snack as opposed to a meal. Um, so those cheeseburger pods at Satuli Canteen are ranked number five in my top snacks. Number four, this could be controversial for some of y'all. I know that um, this one is probably going to be number one on a lot of people's list, but I went with um, the Magic Kingdom here and the Dole Whip and the traditional Dole Whip in that. So that pineapple soft serve uh, and ice cream. So that Dole Whip, I ranked number four. And the main reason I ranked it number four is because... Because of its popularity, it's starting to spread kind of like wildfire throughout the whole park. And you can get it now even in Disney Springs. You can get it at the Polynesian. I just feel like you can start to get this snack at many different locations. And it's kind of kind of loses its charm, right? Or it's like um, rarity or scarcity. And I know that sounds kind of weird or silly, but it kind of played into my decision. Because it is more readily available than one of my other snacks that is very similar on this list. Which is why I ranked the traditional Dole Whip, the pineapple one, at number four on my list. Which is still respectable and still very high. 
and it is very delicious. But if you love soft serve ice cream, especially pineapple flavored, um, this is a snack for you. And I know a lot of people would rank this probably number one on their list. But for me, I ranked it number four due to the fact that you can get it multiple places and they're starting to expand it to make it more available throughout the parks, which is great. But for me, number four, I like one just a little bit better than that original Dole Whip. So number four, the Dole Whip at Aloha Isle. So that can be found over by like the um, Enchanted Tiki Room, um, the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, um, over there by the Jungle Cruise area in Magic Kingdom. Number three on the list, we're going to go back to the Backlot Express. And it's the Glimmer and Shimmer Blondie over in Hollywood Studios. This is one of my favorite snacks, and it's a recent addition to the parks. And I believe it is exclusive to the 50th anniversary, so I'm going to be sad if it does leave the menu one day. But I think it'll be hanging around for a little while, and I hope so. Or maybe they'll uh, reincarnate it in some other form. But this Glimmer and Shimmer Blondie is extremely good kind of resembles the num num cookie the jack jack's num num cookie in shape and size i'm sure they use the same mold for it or the pan for it but there's also cream on top and it's like a salted caramel cream and it is the best thing on this dish it makes this dish and the very light and fluffy blondie mixed with this caramel cream is fantastic um very like a kind of lightly salted caramel on top with a sweet cookie just makes it really great and it might actually be one of my favorite snacks right now at all of the theme parks so hopefully if it does go away with the 50th anniversary celebration it comes back in some other form because it is delicious all right number three was the glimmer and shimmer blondie over at backlot express in hollywood studios now we're going to go back to magic kingdom and this is going along with the Dole Whip, but this is one that I prefer. And again, this is my prefer, uh, personal preference. And number two on our list today is the Orange Cream Soft Serve. So over at the Sunshine Tree Terrace, you can mobile order this one as well, which is why I ranked it very high. It is easier to get, um, but it is, to my knowledge, only at this location. And it is very delicious. For me, my personal uh, palate, my personal preferences, I prefer the orange cream to the Dole Whip, the pineapple flavor. Uh, reminds me kind of like of a dreamsicle back in the day or an orange cream um, combination. And what it is, is it's a swirl of orange ice cream and vanilla ice cream swirled in together. And it's, it's just perfect for me. On those hot days, nothing refreshes me much more than this orange cream soft serve over at Sunshine Tree Terrace. And this is the one snack when I'm at Magic Kingdom I have to get. For whatever reason, I always have to get this one. I rank it higher than the Dole Whip. And I love it. Maybe it's just what I did, you know, like one of the first times I came. And I was like, this is incredible. Uh, I have to do this every time. Whatever the reason is, or maybe it's my personal taste. Um, hands down, I will take the orange cream over the Dole Whip any day of the week. But I do love a good Dole Whip here and there. Um, but for me, I like the orange cream soft serve. You can also get a citrus swirl, which is orange juice that's frozen and mixed in with this vanilla soft serve. But for me, um, I think the orange cream is much better. 
Um, the orange juice is a little bit inconsistent, can be a little bit icy and choppy at times. So for me, I went with the orange cream, but both of them are very good um, with the orange cream taking it. And it's all the way at my number two spot. And it could have easily been number one, just depending on um, what day of the week it is, right? So number two is over at the Sunshine Tree Terrace, and it is the Orange Cream Soft Syrup. Give that one a try. Maybe if you've always tried Dole Whips, give it a give it a try and see if you do like it. Um, maybe you don't like it better, but I guarantee it's going to be up there with um, with the Pineapple Dole Whip. Especially if you love orange ice cream or like those orange sherbet flavors, give that one a shot. I think you're going to like it. Um, and if not, it wasn't my idea. <laughs> Okay, that brings us all the way to number one on our top 10 countdown of the best snacks at Walt Disney World Resort. Um, and like I said, this could include Disney Springs or any of the resorts as well. And this is why I chose my number one. This is at Disney Springs and it's at Gideon's Bakehouse. So this is probably a newer one and a more of a hot take, but... If you are familiar with Disney Springs and you've walked by Gideon's Bakehouse quite a bit, usually chances are you see a really long line, right? Or maybe you see a virtual queue um, that has you come back an hour or two later, or sometimes longer, depending on how busy it is. But the demand is there, and these cookies are amazing. So I went with the Pistachio Toffee Chocolate Chip Cookie. They always have it on the menu. And it's always my favorite cookie, no matter what other new creations they've come out with. So in the past few months, the pistachio toffee chocolate chip cookie at Gideon's Bakehouse um, doesn't get much better than this as a cookie. It has a nice salty mix with a nice sweet mix and chocolatey mix. And these cookies are just huge, enormous. And for $6, I feel like you do get your money's worth uh, on this cookie. And number one on the list is that pistachio toffee chocolate chip cookie at Gideon's Bakehouse. And it's hard to pick a favorite there, but this cookie is so consistent and so delicious that I had to pick it number one as my favorite from Gideon's Bakehouse. They have double chocolate chip cookies. They have certain coconut cookies, coffee cakes. They have huge cake slices as well, which are very delicious. My wife would argue that that's her favorite thing at Gideon's. But for me, I love this pistachio toffee chocolate chip cookie, which is why I ranked it number one. They are well worth the wait. So if you can wait and it takes maybe an hour or so, um, I recommend doing it and then, you know, making the wait and then kind of stocking up on cookies while you're there. You can get like, I think up to six cookies or something like that. Um, we usually get like a four pack of cookies. We eat on them for like three days. Uh, we usually get a cake slice as well. And that kind of ties us over for like three or four days. So you do get your money's worth and usually you get like a collectible trading card and you get to go inside of that um, store and kind of look at all the unique and um, kind of spooky things and creepy things inside of their store, which is really great as well. It's all part of the experience uh, and it's a very memorable experience in that. So the menu is always changing. They usually try to add a new item every month. And their um, peanut butter cold brew coffee is one of the best coffees I've ever had. So uh, I just thought about that right now. But that peanut butter cold brew is what they're known for, too. Highly recommend trying that if you love cold brew and peanut butter flavors. Extremely good, especially together with these cookies. 
But for me, my number one that takes the top spot in our top 10 countdown is the pistachio toffee chocolate chip cookie at Gideon's Bakehouse at Disney Springs. If you haven't been there before, which I'm sure a lot of you have not, um, I'm sure a lot of you have as well, but definitely give those cookies a try. And I highly recommend that pistachio one, which they almost always have. All right, let's review our list. That's all she wrote, the top 10 today. Like I said, this is my personal preference of snacks that I've personally tried. Um, there could be some that I omitted as well. Um, but this is my list, and I'm sticking to it. So number 10, over in Norway at Epcot, the school bread. Number 9, the cheeseburger spring rolls in Magic Kingdom at that cart. Number 8, Germany and Epcot, the caramel butter bar over at the Werther's Bakery. Number seven, the Wookiee Cookie at Hollywood Studios Backlot Express. Number six, the pretzel from Baseline Tap House and that cheese sauce. Number five, the cheeseburger pods in Animal Kingdom, Satuli Canteen. Number four, the Dole Whip, that classic pineapple Dole Whip at number four from Aloha Isle in Magic Kingdom. Number three, the 50th Glimmer and Shimmer Blondie over at Hollywood Studios Backlot Express again. Number two, the Orange Cream Soft Serve at Sunshine Tree Terrace in Magic Kingdom. And our top spot, the champion of our top 10 snacks, is in Disney Springs at Gideon's Bakehouse. That is the pistachio toffee chocolate chip cookie. All right, now I'm hungry. I think I need to go get some lunch before I eat everything in sight. That has been all for today. If you liked it, make sure to download these episodes, continuing to listen. Thank you for all your support. Also, follow me on Twitter at AjoelNewWorld and on YouTube. AjoelNewWorld is my channel. Until next time, I'll see you then. Thanks for joining me on AjoelNewWorld today.